Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on the home of the Afropolitan. My first guest this evening is Eunice Sabia, independent financial coach, and we're talking about home insurance. Now, building insurance cover is so important. It's just as important as household contents. But I think let's just break it down first as we get into it. A very good evening to you, uh, Eunice. Thanks so much for joining me. Good evening, Sumitra, and good evening to Bomkaya, the Afropolitan. It's a pleasure always. Great stuff. So I think, Eunice, let's just break it down and let's find out the difference because there is a, a big difference between building insurance and household insurance. Yes, there is. Um, and it's a valid point that you're asking So for, for everybody to, to understand. So when we're talking about um, home ownership insurance, we, we are referring to generic, I think, the combination of both, mm-hmm. home, home insurance and builder's insurance. However, if we have to split them up, then that's where the nitty gritties come in and everybody would then identify um, with where they should be or which insurance is applicable to them. So home owner's insurance is is obviously, I think it's the most common one that most people are aware of and and most consumers do have, but the majority of them don't understand the product. So home owner's insurance is is, is that cover, um, I mean, that protection that you buy that covers the cost of the properties um, against loss or damage. And when we're talking about uh, the, the property, it is the structure itself, the, the, the external structure of the house. And the cover would be against fire, storm damage, theft, um, burst geyser, the notorious one. And, and usually it's both for the interior and exterior. But when we say interior, we're talking about the inter- interior of the actual structure, not the contents in the house. Mm. Yeah, so it's the exterior and the interior part of the structure of the house. And and with structural cover, it, it takes care of um, fixtures as well. It could be maybe detached buildings that are in the yard. could be your pool. It could be maybe a, a, a windy house that you have that you wanted covers. I mean, covered and stuff like that. And it is also referred to, in in some um, instances, in um, some countries, dwelling insurance. Mm. So it is it, it covers the, the the home, the structure of not the home, the house. Whereas with with builders insurance, if I can just skip to that quickly, um, builders insurance is for people that buy that take out a, a building bond. Right, mm-hmm. and you're going to you, you bought land or whatever. You're going to build the house from scratch. So it takes care of uh, you know. Build, it's also called the builder's risk insurance. So it's a special type of property insurance that that then indemnifies against damage to buildings when they are still under construction, right from the bottom all the way to up to 100% completion. So there will be pockets of of, of insurance bought that takes care of that whole exercise, damages maybe to, 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 to the builders and the team, damages to the property, to, to the, um, what do you call these things, cement and, and, and the bricks and, and, and the works. So there, there should be, if, if you, you are building a house, you then buy out builders' risk insurance mm-hmm. until the house is complete. Once it's complete and you move into the house, then you can buy or convert into a normal home homeowner's insurance. 
That is so interesting. And I think that's a really important distinction. So we're actually talking about three different insurance uh, policies that you can have for your house. The building insurance one is so interesting because I didn't know that you have a separate one um, for when you're actually building your property. So if, you know, for instance, there's a flood or something and and all of your whatever you've built halfway is destroyed, then you have that insurance. And I think the homeowner's insurance is so important because like you say, you know, you covered for fire and you covered for, say, for instance, flooding. I mean, even if you have a geezer burst in your house and it damages all the furniture, you'll only be Mm -hmm. covered for for the geezer, right? You won't be covered for any of the contents in your house that has been damaged. No, you won't be. So that takes me back to... Um, uh, to another, uh, to a very important point that I'd like us to talk about, Samitra, the mm-hmm. type of insurances. Yeah. Or type of insurance covers that do exist, particularly around the house, right? So, so we've to- spoken about g- generically home insurance that you rightfully say that it is about the structure. So when the geezer has burst, the, the, there's flooding in the house, your curtains are ruined, your furniture is ruined, most of the, the items in the house will be ruined. If you do not have household insurance that takes care of the contents of mm. the house, they will not be covered. So the, the home insurance, homeowner's insurance will only cover the structure. So that means we now have home insurance, which covers the, the, the structure. It, it also is relevant, I mean, related to the cost of the property, right? Okay. You need to make sure that you are adequately insured at any given time. And we'll, we'll maybe dig deeper into that later on. But again, you said it's firestorm, geezer burst, and the different types of, mm. of, of damages. But when we look at household insurance, it takes care of the contents. So that will be your furniture. It will be your expensive clothing in the house. It could be expensive utensils, your machines, washing machines and stuff. And that also has an element or a bracket where you can have specified items. So specified items would be your gadgets, mm-hmm. expensive laptops, expensive mm-hmm. phones, um, jewelry sits in this bracket as well. People have, you know, your, your unique items that, that you, you use at, at uh, maybe selected events or when you go out, expensive watches and stuff like that. So you need to specify those. Uh, for, with most insurance uh, providers because they need them to price them or cost them mm. and make sure that they are adequately cost, uh, priced and covered. So if, if you have an expensive item at home, at times they will also ask for a certificate to verify and ensure that that item is indeed genuine and it does cost whatever amount that you are claiming that it costs so that you are also covered adequately for that item. Should there be a break-in in the house and that item is stolen, if it wasn't stated specifically in your insurance, they may not pay out. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's. And you, I think you raise a really important point. But before we get into listing whatever we have in the house, you also mentioned adequately covered. Now, if you're looking at the building, the structure of the building, you've been living in the house for five years or you've just moved in. You've got um, you've got homeowners insurance and then you've got household contents. But when you talk uh-huh. about the adequately covered, I think this is a critical, critical point because this. Um, this, as I understand it, is where your insurance will decide whether you paid out or not paid out. Yes, true. 
So the same goes with any type of insurance, life insurance, car insurance. You always need to make sure that you're adequately insured for the amount that needs to be paid out. And that amount that needs to be paid out is determined by the value of the item that is insured. In this case, we're talking about the house. So what is the value of your house? So if I bought my house in 2015, five years down the line, Maybe I've done a renovation here and painted this and bought that and fixed Mm. it up. Maybe the value has gone up a little bit. What is interesting is as the value of the property increases, my bond is decreasing as I pay it off every month. So what is then the amount of my insurance? Okay. So then those two are connected always. (laughs) Yes, they are always connected, but the the, the amount can, can vary. So if, if the, the market is good, the, the, the economy is good, mm-hmm. and the value of my property increases, yet my bond is decreasing. So I need then to be mindful to say, do I want, do I want insurance? To, the insur- so the, the, let me separate them. Mm. The home, uh, household insurance uh, will, for the structure now, the home yeah. insurance, my, my insurance should match the value of the property. Okay. My insurance should always match the value of the property. As far as the bond, uh, outstanding bond, bond amount, the balance of the bond, I should cover that with life insurance. Okay. So I take out a separate life insurance mm-hmm. or I include the balance of my bond in my existing life insurance. But there's, a, there's a, an additional risk element in that because then whatever the life insurance amount is, I need to factor in the outstanding bond balance in my life. So if I bought out a life insurance of 5 million rand mm-hmm. for me, you know, and I, I have my beneficiaries and everything, and at some point I take out a bond and I buy a, bo- a house of maybe 2, two million five hundred rand, 2.5 yeah. million. Yeah. Then I say, no, my cover, my life cover is sufficient to include the bond in it. The bank may accept it. But what I have now done... I have now reduced the amount that should that is supposed to be taking care of my family by two point five million rand, which now takes care of the balance of the bond. Okay. Fact so, is, yeah. sorry, yes. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. The fact is, I also need to be mindful that if I keep up with my uh, installments every month, that the, the, the balance outstanding on my bond is reduced. So I should then annually review if if everything is is okay okay so Eunice so do we separate the two again when it comes to the homeowner's insurance right so you have a bond you're still paying for the bond you probably have like just a hypothetical example you have about three more years to go on paying the bond right now you separate the two from life insurance so can you still have the insurance on the property in case anything happens? If you don't have life insurance, can you still have homeowners insurance if there is um, if the house burns down? Yes, you should. You should have. So life, those are I two mean, separate things, right? So even if you don't have life insurance, yes, okay. And 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 the, the likelihood of you not having life insurance are very thin and very slim because now of late it, it, it's mandatory for you to okay. have life insurance yeah. because of, of the mishap that Eunice is the, 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 the breadwinner at home. Mm-hmm. I have homeowners um, for my property. Everything is taken care of. I have household contents, insurance, 
everything is fine. I also am expected, mandated to have a life cover because should anything happen to me, mm. I get knocked down by the how train tomorrow. Okay. There's no one to take care of or, yeah. uh, the, or continue with, with, the, with the installments. My family is going to be destitute mm. in no time. So the life cover um, protects my family from having the, the home taken away from them the bank repossessing the the, the house Mm. because they are unable to continue with the debit orders. So the life cover will then settle the outstanding balance of the bond and my family is secured. Yes, of course. So, I mean, we have to remember that you are borrowing this money from the bank in order to pay for it over a 20-year lease um, or term. And obviously, you need to pay that back. Now, Eunice, if you have life insurance, right, and you don't die, but your house burns down, then what happens? The life insurance doesn't get involved in that. The life yeah. insurance covers my life. So in that instant, the example that I've just stated now, mm-hmm. my home owner's insurance will then kick in. Okay. So this is a very important because differentiation. That's for the structure mm-hmm. and maybe the content. So both insurances, the household and, and, and the home homeowner's insurance will both kick in and take care of the structure and the furniture and the contents of the house. The life cover won't be um, applicable in this case because that covers mm-hmm. my life. Okay. Afropolitans, I'm talking to Eunice Sabia, independent financial coach, and we're talking about the different types of insurance that you need for your home. Um, if you have any questions, please give us a call. My number is 086-0000-959. So call in if you have any questions for Eunice. Eunice, okay, so we know, let's just recap quickly. You have life insurance. And of course, I mean, you know, as you say, it's kicked in now more recently. So if you took out a bond maybe 20 years ago and you don't have the life covered this would be something important to look at you also need homeowners insurance if for the structure of the building so if yes. you know if 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 two walls fall down you would still be able to um uh, you would still be covered and then yes. you have household content so there's three different types of insurance if you're living in the house and of course we spoke about building insurance when you're still building the house to make sure that you covered Going back, Eunice, to being adequately covered, how do we make sure that we are adequately covered? So we know the value of the property, but how do we make sure that we are on the same page with the insurance company? So the the insurance company would have given me a document, some kind of a a, a contract. Mm -hmm. And in that contract, the amount that I'm covered for or my house is covered for is stated in there. So I would have the value that I'm covered for in the document, in the contract that I have. And obviously outside of that, maybe through the bond, I should know how how, how much my house is it was valued at. But for, for, for that exercise, just to make sure that you remain adequately insured, maybe every five years or so, mm. you can just maybe check around in the reports locally where you stay, um, uh, Property 24 kind of uh, um uh, come institutions, institution, they, they, they produce such reports. So you can just, you know, out of interest, look in your area, mm-hmm. how the risk um, element. So, so the, the value um, of the insurance is also, you know, it considers the actual cash value of the property. Okay. So how much the bond is, it, it considers the replacement value because the material, mm. material goes up 
Um, so, so they will always try and match to say, are we still adequately in, in insured? But they also look at the extended replacement cost of value. So if I've done some extensions um, at home, that's why when we, 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 we undertake extensions and renovations at home, we need to do it uh, legally and properly register with your municipality and measure that, that the value at the municipality is, is correct, but also advise the bank that you've done some renovations, the plans are in, in order and everything so that they update mm. the value of your property according to the work that you've done on your house. And your insurance company must also be updated so that the amount that you insured for matches the value of the property. So if we get an agent to come in, do um, a, an evaluation, we can get yes. that report, send it to the insurance company, and then we update it's it. Critical. We're all it's on track. Critical. Yes. Bef- so as you, uh, as you announce this and, and advise the bank of the mm-hmm. work that you do in the renovations, then it's also for their own interest to send out an evaluator to say, go and check this out to make sure that everything is hunky-dory or the, 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 the random sense match. Okay, I want to ask you one more question, but we have a caller on the line. We've got Donald from Meadowlands. Donald, a very good evening to you. Have a question for Eunice? Yeah, good evening, guys. Yes, uh, Eunice, I just want to know if I do have insurance for the house, and then the house, it's paid off. Um, So do I continue with the insurance or what happens then? That's the first question. The last question is um, on the uh, house content, because they give you options. Um, if you want to, for the value of the contest that you uh, want to um, insure for, uh, let's say my 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 the value of my contest is maybe hundred thousand, including mm-hmm. those specific items like uh, laptop and, um, and 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 your watches. So, but I didn't specify to them. So I only said, okay, the value of my my content should be hundred thousand. So let's say maybe they broke into my house and then they stole a laptop. And then if I, I go uh, to the insurance and I said, guys, you need to reinvest me this, but I've never specified it. So are they not going to pay because it's far less than the value of the content that I've insured for? Mm. Thank you. I'll listen on the radio. Okay. Thank you so much, okay. Donald. I think his okay. question, um, he's yes. got two questions and very pertinent yes. questions. He wants yeah. to know if the bond is paid up, does he continue with the insurance? If he's got life insurance, what does he do for the homeowner's insurance? And then he also asked an important question about whether he's adequately covered for the household contents. How no. do you make sure that you are covered? Because you could be buying something, you know, in a year's time after you took the insurance or two years time, something big like a laptop um how does he verify that with the insurance company okay i'll I'll take a question number one that when the house um is paid up so your bond is paid up that's good Mm -hmm. you 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 might say you no longer need the life insurance right because the life insurance was to cover my death in uh, in case i die to take care of the balance outstanding of the bond but in this instance the bond is paid up so i may get away with I no longer need the, the life insurance uh, cover. However, the structural insurance is still needed. Mm-hmm. I think both is actually uh, needed, very important, but then I suppose you need to decide what it exactly. is that you're doing exactly. at that point. Yeah, the decision mm-hmm. is his because mm-hmm. if he had two life covers taken out, one life cover is for me, for, for my own life, and I had another life cover that was taking care of the bond, I mean, the outstanding balance of the bond, then that life cover for the bond can fall away mm-hmm. because that part is now, you know, complete, it's paid off. But my, my life cover uh, for my life still continues because I'm alive. 
but the structural uh, insurance, the, the household insurance for the contents would still be needed to continue because you're still living in that house. And that leads us now to his second question to say, does he still need contents, um, uh, household insurance? Yes, you do. Mm. And if there's a break-in in your house and you have items in, 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 your, in your house that were not specified with your insurance, T's and C's always apply. Read the documents, mm. and every supplier, every uh, service provider will have it, their own T's and C's. Some are, are, are pretty, you know, forgiving to say, oh, okay, you know, laptop, we know the, 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 the going rate uh, or cost of, of laptops, but they may ask for documentation. So this brings in another element of making sure that all your documents and receipts and certificates of certain items are well kept. In the case where you need, I was, I was, I had this experience once and we needed to replace a microwave oven. Mm. I was sent around to find a microwave oven that is similar to what I had. I have I had it for yonks and it was still working and I wanted my own microwave yeah. oven. But ultimately we had to settle for something similar. And the, 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 the guy that came out, he said, if you keep, had kept your receipt, at least they see the value, they see the make of it, they would have helped you to find something very close to that mm. value and make wise, you know. So so it's those things that we just need to keep in mind. Have a file, have a box, have some envelope with your important documents inside. You never know what might happen. Eunice, very quickly, we are, we are, we are so tight for time, but I need you to oh. just take us through quickly about being underinsured because this is also important. Oh, yes. If the insurance company comes to your house and walks through and says that you have items worth 25,000 rand in your house, but you only insured for um, 23,000 rand, they could actually decide not to pay out. Very quickly, Eunice, take us through how we can actually uh, make sure that we're not in this situation. We, we, by, by remaining adequately insured is checking the values of whatever items we have and being transparent, cover for the right amount so that you are paid out in case of a mishap or in case of, of any uh, damage or loss. If you cut uh, corners, you, you are going to, 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 to be very sorry because they might decline mm. the whole claim or they will just pay out what the current value is. So if you buy something, make sure that it's covered for the full amount. Do not lie. Do not cut corners because once something happens, it will come back you know, to bite us. So being underinsured is a huge risk for anything. For, for life cover, for, for, for vehicle cover, for, for, for homeowners, for everything. Make sure that you're covered for the right amount. Great stuff. Eunice, thank you so much for your time this evening. Thank you for your insights. Eunice Sabia, independent financial coach. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.